0: Listen, this is a great guy. We've known him for a while. Uh, Dr. Patrick Borgen, he's the chief of oncology at Maimonides Medical Center in Brooklyn, which, of course, is on the front lines of this fight against this horrific uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Dr. Borgen, good morning to you.
1: Good morning, uh, Sid. How are you today?
0: Well, this is Bernard speaking, uh, Dr. Borgen, and uh, I just want to ask you this. My question to you is this, Dr. Borgen, and I appreciate we appreciate your work uh, being on the front lines. It's it's got to be the most difficult thing you've ever experienced. But the governor and the statistics seem to indicate uh, now, even though we had a horrific couple of days, uh, it seem to indicate that the 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 so-called curve is flattening. Where do you say we are now in in this fight against the uh, COVID-19?
1: Yeah, I I think that, uh, it's a, it's a mixed day. We've got an appalling, uh, rate of death, uh, which continues to go up. A couple of days ago, we doubled the number of lives lost on 9-11. And we're gonna see that for the next week or two, and, and I'll explain that in a minute. But they are right that the rate of new cases is going down. And, and that is such a blessing. A week ago, when, when you and I spoke, We didn't know what we would be saying this Friday, but it is really good news that both at the state level and at our hospitals level, we're beginning to see a slowing down of the new cases.
2: Uh, Pat, this is, Sid, not just a slowing down, but it is plummeting. We're talking about from 1,000 a day? To 200 a day, that is 80% gone. And look, people are going to die, unfortunately. It's heartbreaking. But a lot of those folks have been in the hospital for a couple of weeks, and they are passing away. That's why those numbers are where they are. But those numbers will drastically reduce if, in fact,
1: 80% of the folks are no longer being admitted to hospitals. Yeah, there's no question, Sid. There's no question. And I'll tell you what the health care leaders are thinking, but they're not saying Oh, our biggest fear a week ago when we spoke was that hospitals would be overrun, that we would not have enough healthcare professionals, beds, ventilators, medications, and that the doctors and nurses would have to make crucial decisions in who lives and, and who, who wasn't going to live. And, and it looks like we've avoided that, and, and nobody's saying it, everybody's thinking it, everybody's praying for it, but that was our biggest fear a week ago.
0: Dr. Borgen from Maimonides Hospital. Doctor, let me ask you this uh, generic question here. What have we learned so far, would you say, about this virus?
1: Yeah, we've learned a lot, unfortunately. Um, We know, for example, that one of the things that this virus does that we did not anticipate is it makes blood in the body clot more easily. And so we're seeing a sharp increase in heart attacks. We're seeing an increase in strokes In in blood clots to the lung, we also saw that in the last five days, uh, the New York Fire Department has actually pronounced 1,125 people dead in their homes, and overwhelmingly, those are COVID patients who were not tested, were not treated. That's eight times the normal average for that, and and a lot of these patients are having, you know, strokes or heart attacks or pulmonary emboli. Tragically
2: at home. You know, Pat, I'm a pretty thick headed guy, pig headed, and look, I'm not a doctor. You are. You're not just a doctor. I believe you're the best oncologist in the country. But I form my own opinion here, okay? And we have seen cases of younger people dying. And it, it seems odd because. You know, like you said, elderly people, they do have strokes and heart attacks. They've got respiratory issues, heart issues. They seem to pass away in overwhelming numbers. Then you see a 35-year-old person die. I have to believe that even though they're not telling us that that person had some type of pre-existing condition, I just don't believe that young, able-bodied, healthy people are dying from this. And I think that they're hiding from us that some of these younger folks that are dying may have had something before in their lives that maybe they didn't even know about.
1: You know, I I, I, listen, I agree with you, and and it may be a genetic susceptibility, it may be a genetic predisposition that we really don't understand at the moment. Right. Uh, We'll look back at this in a month, six months, a year, and we'll have a much better understanding. But I happen to believe exactly what you believe, that there are things within our our own innate genome that either protects us or doesn't protect us. I, I agree with that.
0: Dr. Patrick Borgen from Amonides Hospital. Doctor, speaking of which, uh, what, where are we with treatments, vaccines? Treatments, I, I guess, more immediately, uh, vaccines more down the line. Where are we with those two?
1: Right. So the, so the vaccine is coming. It probably won't be until the, a, a year from now, maybe the second quarter of next year. But uh, we've now started, along with a number of other hospitals, a program of giving plasma from patients who have had the virus and beaten it because they develop antibodies, and we're giving that plasma now to to people who are recently infected, and and we have a lot of excitement and enthusiasm about that.
2: Last one, Patrick. I know that um, a lot of the patients and some of the families that use your hospital happen to be Orthodox Jews. I mean, I got to know about you guys who Hashi Hogenbaum, and this is Passover. So it's a very, very important time for the Jewish people. They're used to sitting at home with their families, having large seders. So, I mean, I, I got to think that your hospital pod is doing something on a traditional level to help out with folks that are in the hospital that can't be home for a seder. I know it seems like a silly question, but what are you guys doing for Passover?
1: Yeah, well, we we just talked about the, the reduction in, in new cases, and that that's a result of social distancing. So as hard as it is, what we're seeing is a lot of... Uh, zoom satyrs and virtual satyrs right, right i think the community is taking it very seriously um and that that's the only way that in may june july we're going to really have good news agreed
2: well listen you're always terrific we love you you're not just a great thank doctor you're, you're a both. wonderful guy and you keep uh, you stay healthy and thank you for all the amazing work you do not just with covid patients but Cancer patients, uh, your work there is is unprecedented. So thank you so much. Thank you both. You and all
0: the all the professionals at Maimonides as well. You uh, and them as well, Doctor Borgon. Thank you so much. All right, thank buddy, you
2: both so you're much. welcome. Thank God you. bless you. We love you.